Here we go. Ready? I can't wait to give it a 10. <laughs> Heroes of Tenerife. Heroes of Fiverrith. Whoa! <laughs> Dang it. All the good jokes are getting wasted right now. <laughs> no. Start this show before we make any more jokes. Uh, welcome, everybody, to episode number 18 of Random Draw, a board game podcast. This is our 18th episode, and we're full one year in, one year and a month in to... Um, Podcasting fame. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, we can barely walk down the street and then talk yeah. without someone <laughs> turning and saying, "Aren't you Dave from that worldwide phenomenon?" <laughs> Speaking of Dave, uh, I'm here with Dave Hubbard. That's me, Mark Belial. Hey guys, and I'm Daniel Mann. I'm your host for the evening and for the foreseeable for the future. For the, I don't know. For now, for so now, we throw you off the podcast until <laughs> we find someone better. I'll get fine. Well, listen, you don't have yeah. to look far. Yeah, <laughs> our podcast is like Rico's Roughnecks. <laughs> Dan's in charge until he dies, or we find someone better. Uh, so uh. we, uh, this is uh, early November, mm-hmm. no, mid-November, sure. I guess. Yeah, mid-November. It's getting yeah. cold. It's getting cold out. It's getting so dreary. we played some games the last couple of weeks. Dave, what what would you say a game we played was? Let's start with Heroes of Taranoth because we played this game roughly twenty minutes ago. Yes, Heroes of Taranoth from Fantasy Flight Games. Yeah, it's in the same world as like Runebound and, and Rune uh, Quest and um, which and I've and been in, yeah. many Rune Wars and Runes. I've it's been informed <laughs> that I've played a lot of these games, but I don't remember any of mm-hmm. them. I played a character today in our game that I've played the same character in Rune Quest. Yeah, or Rune no Runebound. 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 <laughs> Too many runes. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Is like none of them stand out. And also, what's that, Dave? What's that game? Um, oh, this is going to be good radio. Uh, <laughs> What's that game? Hey, uh, first time, long time. What's the game where it's kind of like in the Rune universe, except it's like, you know, a little different? Yeah. Mark's got it. Sure. So it's a two-player game, and it's based off that World War II game. Axis. No. No, no. No, no, no. Memoir 44. Yes. Memoir 44, but it's just a two-player version. Oh, you owned that. I do. I don't remember what it was called. But that is also in the the same universe, so that's good radio, all this. Rune Twilight Struggle. (laughs) Advanced Rune War. 37. Yeah, so good. We clearly know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so I do know what I'm talking yeah. about with Heroes of Terranoth. Uh, Heroes of Terranoth is uh, a co-op game. We play a lot of co-ops if you listen to the podcast at all. Co-ops, <laughs> good, dice moving in the background. So <laughs> co-ops by their very nature are usually uh, pretty tough. I've played this game now four times uh, with uh, five different people, actually. I've played at two, three, and four player counts. Uh, I've lost heartily once. One okay once, and then one by a lot twice. I think that the game is perfectly fine overall. The basics of the game are uh, you have one quest to go on. Uh, there's a big sheet. And actually, it breaks it down really well. Uh, there's a large sheet with whatever the quest is you're going on. On the back of it, it tells you how to set up these different decks. So you've got a deck of minions, and they range from easy to medium to hard. Um, and so you'll set up where stuff is in that deck. Uh, you have a deck of locations to travel through. You have the exploration yes. deck. Uh, so that way, you, whenever you're uh, moving locations or working toward going to the next location, you get to draw some of those. And some of them are good and some of them are bad. So you basically set up all these different decks. Uh, once you know how to set them up, this is all of a, a five-minute task. Game setup is not that big of a deal. And then each of you chooses a character. They are absolutely the four archetype characters. You have your mage. You have your warrior. Mark, you were something or other the warrior? I was a berserker. Wow, no. Um, you have your <laughs> sort of like rogue. Yeah. Much, much like in my personal life, I was consumed by rage. <laughs> this checks out. I was a pathfinder. 
Uh, yeah, you were all about exploring. <laughs> I was, and then it was useless. It's like, like two-thirds of the game. Yes, given the particular <laughs> mission that we played. Which uh, is good. <laughs> <laughs> I was the heal mage, which was excellent because I spent the entire game healing myself and them and trying to get them to have more actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, everyone has four basic actions. You've got your, your rest, which refreshes all your cards, your attack, your search, which is your exploration, and then your aid card, which will help you help other people. Uh, it'll help me help you. It helps help me help you. Help me help you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the dice. These dice. Uh, they work with the explodey dice, which I oh, I love. Mm-hmm. Dice. Yeah, we are always pro ex- happy. Yeah, we're pro explodey dice. So if you roll one of the sides of the dice, then it counts as a success, and you get to reroll the dice. A critical um, success, if you yes. will. It's the, the best of successes. Yeah. What if we did a Kickstarter okay. where? <laughs> We had dice mm-hmm. that actually exploded. <laughs> liability. Yeah, I'm gonna. Go I think we'd lose all our money on liability insurance, <laughs> and we don't have money to begin with. So. I mean, like now if, you're talking about. What problem. if? What if? All right, it, that doesn't have to be like plastic. Dice. Okay. Well, what if they were like? <laughs> what if they're metal? <laughs> what if they yeah. Seems like now we have a shrapnel situation. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm thinking like like a soft stone. What if we surrounded them with BBs? <laughs> Yes. What if, all right, guys. Here's what we do. What if a we thin take, layer of acid? We take like a, a, a die cast, uh-huh. right? And we put the little tiny bit of explosive right in there, and then we cover it with <laughs> like little rubber sp- pellets that, mm. when they explode, like they are, and then we safely, sell them in Hong Kong. They safely disperse. <laughs> None of that, this is a good idea. None of this. I'm just saying. Like, and I'm we trying to, also uh, sold safety glasses with yeah, it. Yeah, you must. But they're extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're a stretch goal. They're a stretch goal. <laughs> yes. We get a million dollars. We'll throw in the cheapest, and they're not like. <laughs> they're not going to actually protect your eyes. Yeah, they're made I'm, of glass. I'm going to write this down for our, our merch store eventually. Is <laughs> phys- actually exploding dice. This is such a bad, unless they were like. What are they called? Pop rocks or whatever? Like the little things oh, you throw yeah. on the ground and they explode, like the bags? They're yeah, not yeah. called pop rocks. Just so you make <laughs> the them. little pop things. And yeah. Yeah. Pop you make rocks them cloth are go in your mouth. And you make them out of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they just sort of go pop real out and they. The yeah. wisp of smoke comes up. I like it because that also gives you an out in case you are in an awkward social situation. <laughs> you just throw one <laughs> yeah. and walk away. Which, if you're buying these, like you are regularly in awkward social yes. situations. Yes, yes. <laughs> they make the old uh, exploding golf balls, which is just like compounded like powder and then it just boot yeah when you hit it when you hit it with a golf club i would only want to hit those yeah <laughs> i would be more interested in golf if i knew one out of every three <laughs> was gonna be you one never of those. know like, which like one. a randomized golf club ball was just going to explode <laughs> yeah. yeah i think oh, man yeah. and whenever and whoever gets it you just get to uh pick up your ball and walk 100 paces it's such a paces <laughs> that's that's actually worse than what you would probably do that's not you've good. never seen yeah. me golf that's Dan. not good I guarantee it's better than what I would do. 100 paces. That's fun. I mean, what's 100 paces? Like 300 yards? No. No, that's like... A yard's uh, like three feet. My stride's pretty big. It's not three feet. You've never seen me walk when yeah, I'm I... trying to make my stride big. <laughs> I assume if I get 100 paces, I'm maxing out every stride. <laughs> Yeah, 100 paces for me is a lot different than 100 paces for you guys. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a fair system I've designed. <laughs> it's not about fair. fair. I'm saying I'm fine with it's it. It's not about fair, much like Heroes of Tyranoth. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Segway, segway, segway. So the game is designed to always be played at four players. So because of that, if you played at three players, 
Uh, everyone, you get to decide one person gets an extra action. If you played it two players, both players get two actions. And then they also give you more health with that card, uh, which scales pretty nicely. I much prefer to play the game actually at two players. That's been my favorite player oh, count so far. Why is that? Because you get two actions instead of one. That's fair. Yeah, it's just more fun. And you get 10 more health each, which doesn't quite equal another character, but I, I don't know. It is what it is. So I found mm. the game fun. Uh, you basically go through, what, eight, seven, eight rounds. You can end earlier on some scenarios. Some of the scenarios are basically play out all the rounds, um, and then it's over. Once you know what you're doing, if you're not teaching the game, you could bust through a game in an hour, including setup. I, I don't find it that hard. My second game, once we knew what we were doing, it was like 40 minutes for yeah, Candy played, and I Buster it, game. It, it did play fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. And once you I get going. To credit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I definitely have You don't learned, want to play this a long time. No, it doesn't <laughs> overstay its welcome. I think it gets to the point where you're like, okay, I've had enough of this, and that is when it is over. That's been my experience for the most part. I will say that in playing it as many times as I have now, you sort of are pigeonholed. Like, you need mm. to lean into the strength of your mm -hmm. character. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. So your four basic actions are what will level up throughout the game. And you'll get two, three. Uh, I actually played one game where we got all four of our levels up. Oh, wow. Um, which is a lot of fun. But you get better at the thing you're already good at. So there is absolutely a play style you must play. If you're the healer, obviously, that's what you're doing. If you're the warrior, you're booting goblin faces in. and Cracking skulls. Taking their names, but then forgetting their names because you're not that smart. You got axe swinging to do. And also, I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. Who cares about their names? <laughs> all yeah, the yeah. Damage. Like this game we just played, I attacked one time in the entire game. I think it was the first round. Yeah, first round. Mm -hmm. I attacked one time. I killed my dude. And then the entire rest of the game, I did nothing but aid you guys and then heal myself. I was the party leader, so I was taking all of the damage. Um, and then I actually died in the end, but it yeah. didn't matter. If any of your heroes survived to the end, then you win. Yeah, we put the squishy boy up front. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. What you should do. Mm -hmm. Well, I was less squishy than Dan, but I was also uh, best but, at but healing. But by like one hit point. Yeah. Like it wasn't no, a crazy. Not by a lot. It, yeah, it wasn't a crazy amount. But my mm -hmm. whole power was that I also healed extra good. So I yeah, made sense. That's exactly I guess. how you say it. Yeah. Extra, extra good. Extra good. Mo most goodness. Most good. <laughs> most in good and healing. I thought the art was fine. Yeah, the art yeah. is perfectly mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. I did like ease of setup. That was kind of nice. Yeah. And it was very easy to learn. It's a pretty small box. Like it's mm -hmm. not a huge game. Yeah, I was just looking at it. No, and I think I, I picked it up on sale at the board game shop for like twenty two dollars or something. Yeah. Like it wasn't overly expensive. And like the the dice are good. It's fantasy flight game, so like everything's quality. Mm -hmm. Like you're mm -hmm. not you're getting good stuff with it. Yeah, the cards seem really nice and durable. You're mm. going to immediately throw away the insert and then just put everything in bags and throw <laughs> yeah. it back in the box. You're going to have the valley insert and just why even put this in here? Because yeah. fantasy flight yeah. and they're pointless inserts. You do get that fly proof of purchase, though. Yeah, oh, which yeah. you got to keep. Thank yeah. God. You keep it and then you slip it into one of Dan's games. That's <laughs> what you do with that All proof my of fantasy purchase. flight games have proof of purchase. Dude, uh, even me trying to get rid of them, I can't get rid of them. <laughs> try. Like, yeah, they just populate in there, man. They're just constantly. They're like gremlins. Yeah, Feed them after that's it. all it takes. Yeah. I'm over here feeding them after midnight. <laughs> so let's uh, rank this game. So we use the 10-point system, but we exile number seven. Don't you worry. Can't I don't, use I don't seven. need seven. For no, this I don't game. need seven for this. Yeah, we've uh, exhausted number seven. In yeah, this game. so seven. Yep. Seven's <laughs> been ex very good, Mark. Yeah. Very good. Seven's been uh, cut out, so it's just a cop-out. So uh, one to ten, not using seven. How many um, fantasy flight inserts would you give this, Mark? Oh, man. I'm going first. Yeah, I'm going to give this face. game five inserts out of ten mm. i think it's mm. perfectly average not a thing i would like I, there are other co-ops i think i'd rather play mm. uh like i thought overall the game worked 
which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thankful for that. I kind of needed a bit more variety, though. So having played it four times now, I've seen a lot of the monsters already. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like I didn't see much in the way of the monsters. Like the cave spider at the end kind of surprised us there. Um, yeah. So five out of ten until I see more monsters worth talking about. I also go five, which I once again, five is average. Mm-hmm. I, I think it is a perfectly average game. I uh, think that for the price I picked it up for, I've already gotten more than my money's worth sure. out of it with the four plays I played. I've enjoyed all four plays, but... At this point, unless someone else wanted to play it, if I never played it again, I'm also fine with that. I think there's lots more I would rather play. Mm-hmm. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I would honestly recommend this game far more if you play a lot of two players. And not necessarily just to play it with only two characters. I would uh, actually mm-hmm. want to run this with two characters each. Okay. Like get a couple plays under your belt so you're not thinking as hard about the rules. And once you have the rules set down play with two characters each because I did that with one of my plays and that was the one I enjoyed the most. Okay. So it Makes seemed sense. like just more variety, more for you to do. Yeah, I um, also go to five. There's nothing wrong with the game. No. It's not broken in any way and it plays perfectly fine. It's just I don't find it incredibly fun. Like, it, it's fine. And mm-hmm. when we were playing it, like, I was interested in what was happening. But as soon as we were done, I was like, okay, like, great. Yeah. I think it's good if you're, like, kind of first getting into games because there's not a ton of options to overwhelm yeah. you. Yeah, that's like, true. You're not going to get overwhelmed by stuff because you have your four basic cards. Like, that's all you can do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, you like, the scenario we played, you could only upgrade twice. So it's not a ton of thinking you have to do. There's strategy, of course, but... Uh, you're not going to be overwhelmed by mm-hmm. with cards or anything. And the rule book, I will say, is pretty short. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to teaching, I mean, we pick up games pretty fast at this point anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, teaching you guys <laughs> took all yourselves. of... <laughs> it took all of, like, four minutes of rules explanation yeah, and we were yeah. playing. Yeah, it's not... Uh, yeah, I don't have a problem with the game, but like I said, five is five is average. Yeah, it's like, it it's, is an average There's game. nothing pro- wrong with it. Just I completely a, agree. Yeah, it it's works, just a game. It's easy to learn, but it is just Like, if we were going to play a co-op card game, I'd rather play something else. So I would rather play, like, Aeon's End or something like that. Yeah. It's more yeah, complex and it's too. i know it's a different kind of genre like that's oh, a deck sure. builder but still if we're playing a if we got together and said i really want to play a co-op this is not going to game be a game where i'm like we should play this yeah yeah, yeah. so that's it uh heroes of Terranoth from fantasy flight games um average score of five five's across the board too five, yeah so yeah. good i did that math that's the only time i'm going to do it unless we <laughs> all agree again can't wait till they're all different. <laughs> so we played Welkin. 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 Mark, this is your game. Yeah, but I'm certainly not explaining it. Okay. I had a heck of a time. Uh, so build floating buildings. You yes. build floating buildings. So with Welkin from levels, right? There's like Ankama? And comma games? I don't know how to pronounce that. A N K A M A? Yeah, Ankama. Sure, sure. That's who made it. I like it. Sounds right to me. Mark and I got sold on this game. We sure at did. At Gen Con. Oh, man. Like the guy was like, all right, here's the deal. Some of these buildings, they got wings. Some of these got tortoise shells. Some of these buildings, they've got like floaty prism things. And like Mark, Mark really... slapped the guy in the face with his wallet. I said, I said, Take this right. money. Yeah, I, I I had heard that this was game of the show. Like it was like a popular, super it was, anticipated. It, yeah, it was an anticipated game. That Good. was a perfect. I got you, Mark. Thank you. Uh, I'm your second mind. <laughs> Yes, this is my backup. <laughs> I'm your backup mind. This is, this is my brain buddy. <laughs> but yeah, I so I was on the lookout for this specifically at Gen Con. Mm-hmm. We hit the booth, and the guy gave us a brief demo, and I was like, "Yeah, take my money." He he was so good at demoing. I wish I could remember this guy's name. He was so he was definitely the best demo we got the whole show for sure. If he could be new rules daddy, oh man, mm-hmm. and just the way he explained it, and you could tell he liked the game because the way he was explaining, it, he was like into the whole thing, mm. and we we 
saw some demos at Gen Con that were not. So oh hot, man, but yeah, I got I got explained some games to me by people who say, seem to be like, "Wow, I hate this game." Yeah, I looking guess at you, I'm gonna... looking at you, Dark Angel. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that guy. Tell you how it yeah. works. I I don't like standing super close to people, but this guy was so quiet and like the least animated person ever. So I was like mm-hmm. up on him. Like I was interested in Black Angel. Like I was almost ready to buy it. Just all you had to do is give me a little bit of a good show, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't do it. They refused to do it. Refused to do it. Unlike Welkin. Unlike Welkin. I'm not explaining the rules because I, I clearly don't understand how to play this game. I think I explained it to you guys, and we played it completely wrong the first time. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So you build floaty houses. You build floaty you houses. You do build floaty houses. And to build the floaty houses, though, you need resources. Mm-hmm. You do, just like a regular house. Yeah, I mean, except like with a regular house where you need like drywall mm-hmm. and a foundation. Yeah, and wood here you need a like chimney. a you bunch need... of plants or <laughs> some skin from a dinosaur. Yeah. I like that a chimney was like your basis. <laughs> like your house has to have this. Yeah, I mean, like I'd like a chimney one day. I live in a condo. I don't have a chimney. I have a chimney, but I have a gas fireplace, so I don't know that I. I need a chimney well, maybe i do I, you, I don't know you want a place to vent the carbon monoxide it in. should no. go out of the house <laughs> i want to pass out happily in my living yeah. room <laughs> if i'm cold enough i don't care if i pass out that's yeah. true yeah so you basically the way the game works is you are all attempting to get uh resources from a shared pool of resources it's a resource exploitation exploitation game. exploitation <laughs> it, it's a resource exploitation oh, you gotta game. exploit the, the resources but there's an unlimited amount of them it's yes, not like you're yeah. fighting over who gets the resources Right. Mm -hmm. But what you do have control over is how many of those resources you get. And the way that works is you have like a series of tokens in front of your game board, uh, each with a uh, um, like a coin size piece. It's like a coin. It's like a a half dollar size piece of cardboard. Good. (laughs) Doing good. Thankfully, you don't have to put hold the cardboard in your sweaty hands or dig it out of a bag. Yeah. So they'll stand up. (laughs) (laughs) But to procure resources, you basically have to give up a variety of resources that you can collect. You have you have to forego the ability to collect other resources. But it's not that you you... give it up; it's that you can't collect it. But that gives you once you flip that over, you can collect more resources Mm -hmm. of the ones you're allowed to. Yes, that sounds so confusing. but it's really not. It's hard to explain. So, for example, if I wanted to collect, uh, let's say, lava and animal products. <laughs> to build a house that floats. I got to it. To build a house that Makes floats. Makes perfect sense. What obviously. I would do is I would flip over my metal token. Because mm-hmm. you don't need metal to build I don't need metal house. for these Metal's houses. It's not going to float. And then <laughs> I would heavy. flip over what's my vegetation token. Yeah. You don't want mold you don't, on your house. You don't need vines either. Like, I mean, that is what are you going to the tie them ordered. to the house that's floating above it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So anyway, but so you flip those over and that gives you plus two to collect. Basically, mm-hmm. you get the two resources you want. Unfortunately, those two resources are not uh, the two resources that you have flipped over. You cannot collect on that turn. You mm-hmm. have to flip them over on another turn, which also decreases the total number of resources you can collect yes. later when you flip them over. You're right. basically so confusing. <laughs> yeah. so it's hard to yeah. explain. It sounds so confusing. In practice it is not tough at all if you go to our instagram there's pictures of it and you'll kind of see there's a couple pictures of the the game board there with the tokens that are flipped Mm -hmm. over you Mm -hmm. can see it a little bit better so i mean games are hard to explain just over there so just deal with it all right (laughs) get a better imagination uh (laughs) this game has really really cool cards like the cards Mm -hmm. the house Mm -hmm. cards are awesome the art is pretty neat and they're all like different kinds of houses there'll be a type of house so it'll be like an ice and fire house mm-hmm. but each one of those is different and they have different art and dragon bones and all kinds of nonsense on it oh they're great so good the uh, art the art in general in this game is fantastic the art is fantastic what's not fantastic is the iconography on the stuff yes you know what's we... really not fantastic yeah 
there's no, no reference, reference card, card for the iconography. So that came up a bunch. Yeah, yeah. I think every well, turn I said it. <laughs> so each of the houses, uh, or for the most part, most of the houses have um, some iconography in the top right-hand yeah. corner. Or and sometimes you, right and left. Right. And you've so got like you a could, blimp. You've got yeah. like a plus two token. You've got two like cards standing token. next to each other with a blue thing over the top. Yeah. And, and so you could keep these cards off to the side, and then you can use them later on to buff whatever you're doing. If you built with them. But if, none of them are intuitive as to what they do. Exactly. Yes. And so you don't have a reference card, so you have to and, – and I get it. Like, you can reference the rule book, but that's kind of a pain, especially, like, if it's Mark's turn and he has the rule book, and I'm trying to figure out what the heck I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's yeah, just – Yeah, the game kind of screeches to a halt so yeah. I can answer Dan's question. Right. And then decide how I'm going to build these crazy yeah, houses. just give me a reference card. It's yeah. not that huge of a deal. It's yeah, a I, thing. the number one way this this game could have gotten a better score for me, reference card. Absolutely. Like, the amount of times we were frustrated because we didn't have a reference card was far too many. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a full point drop for me just because of that the amount yeah. of times we asked and, about and it. not all games have to have a reference card but no. if you have like a ton of iconography that isn't intuitive to mm-hmm. to what's happening I, you got to tell me what it is and i yeah. assume if we play this like a ton of times we'll eventually get yeah. it but i own a ton of games i'm not going to pull it out every day and play it so i'm going to forget so i played it once when we were at gen con mm-hmm. and then i played it twice with you guys and by the my third play i still didn't know yeah. what the iconography did yeah we had about the, like half of it did yeah we had that was like the one knock on like the art direction of the game that i feel like the the iconography needed to be a little more intuitive as to what you're yeah. supposed to be doing and, and it's crazy because there's so much going on in this game that i really like like with um the graphic design and mm-hmm. and how the game looks and, and, and you're and taking these different houses so you know in advance like what stuff you're gonna need to be right. getting to build them and, and you're like flipping these tokens over on the planet mm-hmm. to to so your score is a little more uh based on what uh product you're using and it's just like there's so many cool things going on and then this one little thing like what the heck does this icon mean like, <laughs> what in the world yeah because there's a lot to there's the, again like you said there's a lot of like high strategy thinking that you could do which instantly says we weren't good at it yeah, well I, mean, right. I feel like well, we were okay no i no. know that i wasn't good at it <laughs> I, yeah i know i wasn't point i wasn't <laughs> yeah i know that i'm not good at strategy like that but at least like i i still try to make a strategy in between mm. my turns oh, yeah but i if i don't know what the cards mean i can't make that strategy rather the strategy ends up being right or wrong as <laughs> my own fault mm. but is it best. yeah but at least give me the tools to succeed and uh, let me do what i do with them <laughs> destroy them <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, man, I so. accidentally put my hammer inside the wall of this floating house. Yeah, so see, now the house anymore. is falling. I <laughs> hope you're happy. Uh, I like the back and forth of um, sort of like gaining resources for a turn or two to try to plan to maybe have a real good build turn and mm-hmm. then, you know, move on from there. I like the uh, stay as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game ends when the last person like flips over a the house card. When they can't yeah. take a house. Yeah. Where there's and, no more houses. And so mm-hmm. you see the end coming and mm-hmm. I think that it comes in a very timely manner. And like, turns it's are, not a long game. Yeah. And turns are fast. Yeah, turns, turns, turns are fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get one action. Unless you and, have a special power that lets you do more. Right. Yeah. Then you have to look it up in the yeah. rule book which so takes that's like 10 minutes <laughs> you see what yeah. we're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. i also like uh being able to manipulate how many victory points you would get for making a house right yes like that and, that was really cool and look at what other people are trying to build mm-hmm. and make sure you're taking the victory point from them on yes. future turns yeah. right yeah it's this game has a lot of good going on mm-hmm. a lot of good. a lot of good and i actually really liked it I really had a good time playing it. I'm not good at it because of the thinking, but <laughs> because of the brain. Yeah, part. there's like a strategy to yeah, it, I guess. Yeah. But um, I still had a ton of fun. It's just like that stupid thing, like really annoys me. Like yeah. just print a reference card 
with just the icons that are on the cards. I don't need like turn order or anything no. like that. Because you just icons. Turn order is take your turn. It's the next person's turn. And, like, and that's I'll, easy. And I'll even take like print that on the back page of the or the back cover of the rule book. Like I'll yeah. take that. I'll even take mm-hmm. that. But it wasn't. You have to like go through the rule book to find the page where it explains. Yeah, that. it was like the third or fourth page. Yeah, the back. and they're it and, was kind of weird. Yeah, you know. it's uh, it's annoying. Do we want to score it? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is uh, a Welkin again from Ancoma Games. Who I'll, I guess I'll go first. Out of floating houses, ten floating houses, mm-hmm. not using seven. I'll give it a, a, six. a six. I actually like the game a lot. More I, like a, that's more of a duplex. A yeah, six. yeah. <laughs> I could have pushed it up to an eight if there was a reference card. I, I don't know. Even if if there was yeah. a reference card, I don't think it would have been an eight for me. No. I think a six is is right where I'm at with. It. I did have a really good time. Of course, six is above average. That is an above average mm-hmm. game. Just so before anyone freaks out. So uh, what I'll are you talking six. about? Yeah, well, it's my favorite game. Mama, burn your house down. <laughs> uh, Jokes on you! It's already flying it's away. Floating, yeah, yeah. idiot. <laughs> uh, Dave, how many floating houses would you give this game? I give this game an eight. Whoa! How about that? I I had a really great time. I enjoyed the planning. I enjoyed the real tug of war of getting victory points and like flipping over victory points for me to get in the future. And then you guys like, no, you don't, Dave. Yeah. I see you go get for those animal here. skins. You're not gonna get all those victory. <laughs> points like i i thought it did a really good job for a uh euro mm-hmm. to encourage player interaction by having an entire mechanic that is player interaction right so yeah. and most euros don't do they lose that aspect so purely because it managed to nail enough player interaction to keep me interested in what you guys were doing on your turns mm-hmm. then i i would bump it up to an eight yeah i, I agree with that it's actually like because that factors into a little bit of your strategic thinking about mm-hmm. what houses you plan Absolutely. on taking because like some houses like if you take that house like it may not be worth as many victory points like just because there's fewer slots to score on it but at least i can keep dave from scoring you know 12 mm-hmm. on animal skins or the right. reverse of that i'll look over and go "Ooh, mark's working on a metal house i'm gonna grab this metal house because he's gonna make metal more valuable right, for victory true. points yeah i'm gonna cash in on his hard work yeah i like that dave good job so i that's what i mean like capitalism it, that player interaction bumped it up for me yeah uh, maybe a nine if it had a reference card <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Didn't. Uh, yeah, I don't live in that world. <laughs> I don't live in the reference card world. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe the problem is they just lost the blueprints for the reference card. Maybe. Is it because they? It was on the ground. It was like, on the ground. We they left were, like, it behind. Off, yeah. And they're like, "Oh no!" It's a dumb joke. It was a real dumb. Joke. Uh, Mark, yes. how many floating houses out of ten would you give Wilkin? I'm uh, I'm gonna give this game an eight. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I I think that the gameplay is solid enough uh, to warrant. Like it's it's kind of like the gameplay gameplay wise it's a perfect seven, mm-hmm. but the art really elevated it. The to, art is fantastic. Uh, to an eight for me. Uh, I'm a sucker for a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'm mm. think I'm on record as being. Oh like, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, like I'm. And plants I'm, were an option to build with. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm easily attracted by beautiful things. Like <laughs> that's why he's in this room with us. Right yeah, now. that's why he yeah. out with us. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Hey there. <laughs> hey there, sailors. <laughs> uh, no, but um, I think the art is amazing. Like the. The playboard, we didn't really go over it. It's also super unconventional. Mm-hmm. It's like a circle that you've got like little houses docked yeah, to. Yeah, it's circle. like a pied circle. Yeah, yeah. Like if you want great photos, take a look at our Instagram. You know, oh, Dan, well, if Dan you want a, photos, if you want photos, no, but like it really demonstrates like how colorful this game is. Yeah, the, like, that's one of the games that's really easy to take pictures of. Like, mm-hmm. we play some games where you take pictures of it and you're like, well, this is what it is. Like, like, yeah, like here's a turn off. Yeah, like, here's not, a bunch of cards. Like, yeah, here's a bunch of cards. I mean, the art's fine, but like, 
it's just a bunch of cards. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Welkin's really interesting to look at. Even if you're not playing the game, you walk by, you're like, whoa, what is this? Like, and it looks so different. It's so easy to have like an attractive game. For sure. Like in this, just it, add a like, bunch of colors. It'll yeah. <laughs> it gets me in. It's I'm gonna like, yeah, exactly. The second you put like a pair of like wings on a Koopa shell attached to a house, I'm gonna <laughs> be involved. Well, like, you know, and you know that that brings up a good point for for art design. Like having a really bland game's harder to sell. Obviously. Oh, absolutely. So if you think of um, what's the presidential game we played? Oh, Campaign Trail. Yeah. Campaign Trail. That game was beautiful. It had so all these colors. The map looked great, mm-hmm. and it just like was a really attractive game and so simplistic. Uh, com- and they could have made it so bo- bland and boring. Oh, yeah. Comparative to uh, that deck building game, I forget the name. Oh, of it. yeah. It was, oh, so um, it was straight black and white. Everything like it, I've mm-hmm. never seen a game that was just so bland. It was really drab. Yeah. I, yeah. It almost was depressing to just look at the <laughs> Escaton. Art. I think it was Escaton. called Escaton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually kind of liked the gameplay. Yeah, the gameplay was fun, and like there were certain parts of the the artwork that kind of worked. Like we're not reviewing that game, but no. you know it's worth mentioning. <laughs> like you can have like an attractive like grayscale game with like splashes of color in it. But and, like, and there's something to that because Tokyo Highway is pretty gray, but then you start putting the cars out, and yeah. the, the cars are adding this color, and mm-hmm. it just adds something you get to those, it. You get the pylons in there too right. that are yeah. bright yellow. Exactly. Like, yeah. You you can to- like it's such a sin to not make an attractive game. Yeah. It's, it's especially nowadays. Like, yeah. Because like i mean welkin was like 20 bucks yeah like it was like i think it was like 25 dollars to buy welkin yeah and it's just gorgeous so like, side note i've been watching a lot of bollywood lately and that those movies are so colorful yeah <laughs> like i adore it I, they now, know how to make a movie dave you go back to american movies it's like wow it's so drab yeah especially like the blue and orange oh, movies man. Oh, yeah. thanks a lot schindler's list <laughs> <laughs> the girl that in the red coat red coat really popped yeah. uh, <laughs> so again that's welkin for man comic yeah so Ex Libris, we talk about that. We <laughs> yeah. played that. Yeah. Ex Libris, uh, my wife picked up at Barnes and Noble on clearance for like twenty bucks. Uh, Barnes and Noble has some awesome clearance every once in a while. It's crazy. They just <laughs> have games, and if you wait long enough, they have games for like two dollars, which Whoa. is crazy. Like, uh, this oh, was rattle, like, rattle this battle was, prices. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm a sucker for those. It's gotta go. We, <laughs> I just picture like the guy at a uh, Barnes and Noble who orders the games. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, get it out of here. I'm Crazy Pants Johnson. <laughs> we got board games here, and I can't afford to keep them no more. <laughs> These dice are gonna actually explode <laughs> <laughs> they got to move two dollars uh, so so the premise of ex libris is you are a, a librarian and you want to become the city's grand librarian obviously obviously yeah. that's I the goal of every librarian the dewey decibel system with my whole being i don't know like i just love the term grand librarian oh, and, it's great and like, i wish like in our government there was a grand librarian like, like here's, the, here's the problem oh, when I, okay when i hear grand librarian oh yeah i, know I where only this think going. of warhammer yeah, librarians sure. and i'm like it, no he's just a psychic warrior yeah but <laughs> uh, but also i'm fine with that being the thought pro- like so in England, <laughs> they have an actual cabinet position called the Shadow Chancellor. Yeah, that's which a is real awesome. job in yeah, British which is government. Awesome. That's amazing. That's I didn't know co- that. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. coolest job. It is sort of like being the Chancellor, but with no real power authority. Hello, hello, yeah. it's me, the Shadow Governor. <laughs> Why does the shadow governor sound? I expected more like the emperor or yeah. something. Because I'm because I'm small and can fit in shadows. Cockney. He's cockney. Uh, so you're trying to become the grand librarian, and mm-hmm. the way to do that is you're going to build up your own library, and then the mayor is going to come through and look at your library. Whoever has the best library becomes grand librarian. Obviously, yeah. so obviously. So the yeah. way you do that, this is a worker um, placement game, mm-hmm. and so you have three of your own workers. You have your very own um, library tile. 
which what's cool about this game is everybody has these generic like little gnomes and then every single tile has its own librarian mm -hmm. and it has a special ability and one of your meeples is that special librarian. Like oh, I totally was dope. Bigfoot and yeah. I had this big old brown, brown Bigfoot one. looking meeple. Mm -hmm. Yep, and I was uh, like this little fire imp that could burn up books and he was like this little flame thing. It was yeah. awesome. It's cool that they, they put something like that out. So uh, you have these abilities. So the way the gameplay works is these tiles came, come out and the tiles have a wide variety of things to do. And you place your workers on there, resolve whatever the tile says, mm -hmm. and you collect these books. So there's like 150 of these book cards. And each book card has several different books on it. And there's six tomes. And there's six categories in the, in the game. And um, each card could have a bunch of different categories on it. So in the game, you're, there's a preferred tome that like gives you bonus points. And then there's like banned books that you get negative points if you have those books. Mm -hmm. So Corrupted codices corrupt, in game. Corrupted yeah, codices yeah, yeah. was the bad one in our yep. game. So you're building this uh, library. It can't be any higher than three cards tall, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and but it could be as long as you want. Each of these 152 cards in the top left-hand corner goes A to Z, mm -hmm. and then in, within the A's, it'll have a number like one to five. So you're trying to get your library not only in uh, alphabetical order, but alphabetical numerical, numerical order, yes, which is a game inside of a game, really. Oh yeah, which mm -hmm. is a lot of fun. I I didn't know how I'd feel about it, but it turned out to be like my favorite part of the. <laughs> yeah, I ignored a lot of other stuff just to get that. Oh right. yeah, well, because if you put something not in order, you basically take that card out of the library pretty much to scoring. Like it is worth yep. nothing. It just gets flipped, and over. you get a ton of bonuses for every like square or rectangle that mm -hmm. you get in your library. Mm -hmm. So if you've got one card in the middle of your it's library ruin that ruins it. Like, yeah. you you cost yourself a ton of yep. points yeah so, yeah so um and then so the two cards up there that give you are good and bad and then every player gets their own scoring card mm -hmm. which you get double the points essentially for every book you have of that type of book mm -hmm. like i was looking for monster mouth books i forget what they were called but oh, yeah. yeah i had spells and potions i think yeah mine was like reference text mm -hmm. or something like that yawn so yeah so boring. <laughs> no, well i'm a librarian <laughs> my outright favorite part of this game is so you have all of these cards mm -hmm. and every single card has the basically the on the top it looks of like them, the spine of the book mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then on the top of it that tells you the little symbols mm -hmm. and so if you put this card in your library the little symbols whether they're good for you or bad for you are on the top and then the entire rest of the card has no gameplay right. effect it is just joke books and yep. it's all just hilarious puns. yeah so there yeah. so like books. i said there's like 152 cards and car uh, each card could have like four books on it usually two and, to four books right yeah. and every book has an its own individual title so there's no duplicates and these 152 cards or whatever mm -hmm. so, so we're talking like hundreds yeah, of book titles hundred different titles in this which deck. is yep. hilarious like Cumber i love some cucumbers yeah, yeah. i lo i love the detail on that like, every time you'd put down a card you would just chuckle and be reading what it says to other people hey, like hey this is one here says vicious fishes <laughs> so like to just to spend that much time on what essentially is the art of the game and to have it that funny yeah like it was mm -hmm. just so well done i i absolutely adored the aspect of the game when it, it comes it, to the art yeah it was so good like the art so the game board is it's this long rectangle mm -hmm. and the top of the the rectangle is in-game scoring you just go step by step by step by step it tells you exactly what to do the one thing I really liked about this game, it's something I, I never even think about. So it gives you a score sheet to add up everybody's score at the end, and it's like an 8 by 11 
score sheet, mm-hmm. but it's made out of cardboard and it's dry erase. And they give you a pen. Yeah. So you can write it down, then dry erase, and you can use this forever. It's perfect. And to keep Because sco- I always think of like Great Western Trail, mm-hmm. where it came with like a pad of like 50 score sheets. You rip it off, you have another one. And this is so simple. Like mm-hmm. it's just this dry erase board. Well, and it's one of those games that if it didn't come with that, mm-hmm. the scoring is absolutely wonky. It is a yeah. lot oh, of it's, scoring. It would be a nightmare. It's, to, it's like, a lot of scoring. And that's another thing in the rules. So when it comes to scoring, like everybody stands up and moves to the left and you yeah. score someone else's thing, which is interesting. Yeah. Like it's fine. Our first time obviously was is tough. Like the scoring, you're you're trying to get through it and it was a little confusing. Mm-hmm. And plus you're looking at someone else's thing, so you don't know what they have. <laughs> no idea what you were doing this whole time. Right. But it, I mean it went pretty smooth and it's really easily yeah, because referenced. of because of the having that board, it mm-hmm. went incredibly smoothly. Yeah. Like way just, smoother than I thought. Very much so. Um what else? And then I, I mean, I think that's pretty much the game. Yeah, you, you, you play. It's like all worker placement games. You're going to place workers, mm-hmm. and sometimes you're not going to be able to go where you want because right. someone else got there first. Rotating and, yeah. locations too. Like, yeah, that's the that's yeah, a big yeah. thing. So I I don't know how many of these location titles tiles there are. Probably like twenty or so. Mm-hmm. And so you put one out for every player. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the round, there's numbers in the top left-hand corner of these. And whichever one is the lowest one becomes a permanent location. So it moves up to the board. So that gives you another place you can go. Mm-hmm. And then you replace it with four new ones. And you just keep going until someone has 12 cards in their library. Which I think was about the perfect game length. Yeah. I, and you play one whole round after. So we should yeah. make that point. Like, So someone mm-hmm. gets 12, good. and then you play a whole nother full round. So yep. you very much see it coming. Yeah, so you know. And at the end of the round, like, oh, okay, I have 12, and then you go, okay, I have one more round to do exactly what I want to do, mm-hmm. and then that's that's helpful. Not for me, but like... <laughs> <laughs> I had a really funny moment in that game where I realized that I had been like working on a single shelf, and I yeah. was like trying to optimize like all of the scoring I could on one shelf, and then Dave's like, I have nine cards, and I was like, oh no. Yeah. Got, <laughs> I only started get, one shelf. Gotta get more shelves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dave and I made a similar mistake. Mm-hmm. So when you're setting up your books on your bookshelf you have to place your new card orthogonally from a card that's already there Mm -hmm. so eventually you're going to have to start other rows well dave and i messed up the letters we should have started the next rows on (laughs) and it kind of like hinges you into that like now you're stuck there Mm -hmm. so we had a similar issue and i screwed mine up at the very last moment (laughs) but (laughs) it's just like it's such a fun game i had such a good time playing it it really scratched like that welcome home itch yeah yeah yeah, for sure the vibe i got while i was trying to like arrange like okay how far into the a's can i go before right. i have to switch to b's like it, it felt like a real fun puzzle and it almost did have a slight push your luck mechanic mm-hmm. in that you're mm-hmm. trying to draw cards and you're especially at the end of the game i'm sitting there going i need to draw like a an x y or z the same mm-hmm. thing with me and like i had sorry to cut you off no. uh on your own player board along the left hand side is a breakdown of how many a's there are how many mm-hmm. b's there are which is very useful because i was looking at it and i was like oh there's a hundred cards left and there's like four i can get yeah like, there's only two yeah. y's and two z's yeah, not those, those odds aren't looking good yeah my it favorite was when you really were looking well. for w's and i was like hey dan guess what i'm discarding yeah and now. he puts one down and i'm like okay well there's still one out there <laughs> so yeah. yeah it's it's just good and the the turns really fast there's almost no downtime in it because mm-hmm. it's a worker placement so, and even on your downtime you're mostly staring, staring trying to puzzle solve what exactly. you're doing exactly yeah there's always something to be doing let's score Ooh. ex libris 
How many um, grand librarians out of ten would you give this? Ooh. I guess there would only be one grand librarian, but just yeah. the one. But like, how many from other? Cities how many applicants to the grand library? Oh, nice. <laughs> would you give okay. this? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't say anyone. I no. just said it, and then I stopped and just looked around. Uh, yeah, let's go. A pregnant who, does someone want to go I, first? I'll go. Okay, yeah. go ahead, Dave. I give this game a nine. Mm-hmm. Nine. I really did like this nine. game. I loved everything from the puzzle building to the slight player interaction with the worker placement mm-hmm. aspect to reading the art on the cards to the whole game. I thought it was very well designed, has has a lot of replay to it, and I just had a blast. Mark, are you going to be contrarian? No, I don't think I am. Okay. I, li- I gave Welkin an 8 earlier, yeah. and I liked this game more than Welkin. Okay. So I'm going to give it a 9. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also am going to give it a 9. Yeah. I, this game kind of snuck up on me being Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, stupid name. Like, the box doesn't look amazing. Well, mm. and even when you explain the rules to us, I kind of was sitting there like, okay, Okay, so worker placement. Like, yeah. as you started to explain it, I thought, you know, I'd almost just rather go over and play um, like viticulture, viticulture or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love viticulture. Mm-hmm. I, and so, if I'm going to play a worker placement, like, I'd almost rather play yeah. that. I know how to play it. I love making wine. And then we got into it, and I was like, nope. Yeah, I yeah, now love is... being a librarian. I, I wish know. I could have a glass of wine with my librarian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after like, after like the first round, like the first go through, after yeah. we placed our first three workers, I was like, uh oh, I it, might like this game a lot. <laughs> and at first, I was like, oh man, three workers is that enough? Right. Right. I was like, I don't, there's always gonna, I'm always gonna want to do more. But that, yeah. that's such, that's so perfectly balanced. Yeah. And it's three is the right number. Yeah. And some of the locations only have one spot and mm-hmm. some only have a couple. And it, yeah, it, it just works so well. I but can't. But then you have spots it. on your board. So you're you never always, left without mm-hmm. being able to do it. Which right. is great. You always have something mm-hmm. to do. So yeah, yeah uh, that's Ex Libris. That gets a uh, nines across yeah. the yeah, board from fan- us. So it's yeah. very good game. It was sneaky good. It was. It really was. Even yeah. Amber liked it, which is, that's how you know. I don't know. That's how you know. That's how you know a game's good. Amber likes it. Yeah. We got nine applicants, and nine unfortunately, there can only be one. There, there can only, there can be, only be one. <laughs> we also played Point Salad. Speaking of doing healthy things, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, right. We, first, you, you first we fed our called, brains. If you play a game called Point Salad, the yeah, <laughs> it's <only counts> being <laughs> healthy. So, uh, Point Salad from AEG Games. Oh yeah, um, they two, games. Two to six players. I picked this up at um, Gen Con also, and then I just had it on my shelf for a long time. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, we've stared at it a bunch of times. Yeah, and I every time I and the rule book's like six pages long, maybe. And I and it's not even a big rule book. It's not a big rule book, and every time I pick it up, I just get like tired halfway through. I'm like, uh, who Ugh. cares? Like, I'm never gonna learn this. So you, I, sir, need I, a rules I, daddy. I, I actually learned this game um, during D and D night at the at the Breming Horn. I didn't DM, but my wife and I came and we just played board games while everyone else played uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Was awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, we learned this game and we played it. We're like, oh my gosh, this might actually be fun. So Point Salad is a tableau builder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you have three decks of cards, two face-up cards on the top. So the backs of the cards are scoring. They give you a variety of things. Like if you have three carrots, you get five points. If you have a cabbage and a carrot, you get two points. But if you have an onion, you lose two points. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. And then on the reverse side of that is the actual um, vegetable. So it's onions, carrots, cabbage, onions, stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, onions. onions, More onions. So many onions in this game. (laughs) It just seemed like there were a lot of onions. (laughs) So many onions in this game. There's green onions, red onions, (laughs) Vidalia onions, fried onions, yellow onions. Oh, actual lettuce. Actual lettuce. 
lettuce. lettuce was also yeah. a thing. <laughs> so on your turn, you literally do two things. Like you, you have oh, two options. Well, you do one thing. You do one thing. You have two options to do one thing. Yes. So you can pick two vegetables or one scoring card, and, that and that's is all. it. That yeah. is your turn. And then you move it over, and you put these. You just make rows of vegetables, and you line up your scoring cards, and you just do that until there's no more cards. And then at the end of the game. You just add up your score, and that's mm-hmm. it. That is literally the game. I have taught you the game. It took me three months to learn. <laughs> yeah. When you sat down and started to explain the rules, I was like, oh, wow, this is, this is really easy. So easy. And and there's certainly some strategy to it, absolutely. Oh, very much so. And mm-hmm. the point card, so when you um, take one of the vegetable cards, you flip the point card up. So some of those point cards are going away if you see them. Like if Mark takes um, tomatoes yeah. and the scoring card that I wanted is now flipped over and you can never flip the cards again, that's it. Like it's gone forever. Flipped, it's gone forever. And there was more than once and I was like, oh, that scoring card would be perfect for Absolutely. the veggies I already have. And Dan just flipped it yep. over. Yeah. And that is one of my favorite parts of the play interaction because yeah. you can absolutely look around and go, well, Dan's got five tomatoes. There's a scoring card up there that's worth two points per tomato. For can't, sure. Can't I'm, let him have that. I'm yeah. going to take two veggies, one from that row. So that flips over and Absolutely. I rob him from that. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's such a like, that's the worst part is like when you see something and it's your turn and like four people go before you. Yeah. You're just like, that's never going to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the, uh, I had that happen a couple yeah, times. Yeah, that's uh, But at that's the same time, dream. within reason, because this game's not long. No, no, no. So no, no, no. if your entire strategy is to deny someone else the game, you're just choosing that both of you will lose. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's yeah. what Dave did the first time. He was just like, I'll just troll you guys. Then he realized how short the game was. <laughs> it's like, it's not something you could do too much of. Yeah, I, I just was made like, both of their scores lower, but yeah. mine the lowest. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Dave, I guess in your faces? I really... I really appreciate what you're doing here. If there's a person here who loves a good troll, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's me. It's but Mark. Yeah, this game's too short to troll. And that's yeah. why I tried to tell him, like, you don't want to troll. It's too short. You got to gotta pick your spots. Yeah. I needed to learn from you myself. You got to learn. You got to yeah. learn. Learn from your fault. <laughs> so I, I, the game's fun. The game's fun. It's super easy to play. Super um, easy to teach. Oh, so easy. Mm-hmm. So uh, scoring and- is different every time. So you can't just sit down and say, here's how you score. But yeah. you literally have your scoring cards in front of you that mm-hmm. you've picked during the game. Yeah. And then you've spent the game trying to pick veggies to make your score higher right. with those scoring cards. And you just go one scoring card at a time. You never exhaust veggies. No. Um, you can't use the same veggie more than once on a card. But once that card's done, the veggies are active again. You just go through the line and mm-hmm. add your score up and that's it. Yeah, like it takes all of, you know, 45 yeah. seconds to do yeah. simple math. And super easy. I wouldn't have thought the art would have been so fun. You yeah, know why? it's kind of it's fun. Because it's colorful. It it's is color- yeah. super yeah. colorful. <laughs> it's because I'm a crow. It's, I like, I just, <laughs> I'm a sucker for a good color. I'm a it's crow super person. colorful. There's never any question what the fruit is. No. I, yeah. I don't know why I said fruit. What the uh, vegetable well, is. Well, because tomato is an option. So uh, yeah. one fruit. Also, if there was watermelons, that was yes. Yeah, this game. Thank you, Thank you, sir. So <laughs> watch your mouth, David Hubbard. <laughs> so yeah, the art, uh, it's just a super colorful card. My biggest issue with this is the cards are so flimsy. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why they're not they're, even like, it's not normal card stock. It's not even like bicycle card. Good. No. It is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is like worse than that. And it, it's just so weird feeling so flimsy. And I don't know why. But that's really my biggest complaint. The game's fun. It's easy to teach. It's cheap. It's portable. Like it's on on par with like a sushi go or something, and that sure. you, you yeah. play through a game pretty fast. I mean, yeah. it's all of mm-hmm. 10, 15 minutes a game. Absolutely. I don't know if I like the the name Point so, Salad. Point I don't like the name. Actually, that's the number one thing that turned me off to this game. I thought maybe Food Fight. I would have taken Food Fight. Uh, I don't know. 
I mean, I get it. It's literally points out. Yeah, the entire game is you it's trying to... It's not a to great game game name, for no. sure. Yeah. But I get it. Like, point salad is a term in board games. Like, that is a yeah. term. So no, I, and I this game guess. is a point salad. Yeah, and it is a point salad <laughs> game. Yeah, it's not great. But it's not bad. It illustrates what bad. it is. It's perfectly fine. It's yeah. a perfectly fine name. <laughs> the name is perfectly fine. For a perfectly fun game. Uh, yeah. much, like, much like our names. Perfectly, perfectly yeah, All perfectly normal. <laughs> coming from a Dave, a Mark, and a Dan... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These names are perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah, they fit the bill. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I will recognize it and be on with my day. <laughs> uh, so let's score. That's a point salad from AEG. So let's score it. How many um, watermelon vegetables will you give <laughs> yes. this out of 10, not using seven? Dang it. Would have been a perfect seven. I know. It would have been a perfect seven. Mark, how about you? Are you good to go? Yeah, I'm just tapping the mic. Okay, go. Oh, me. So anxious to go? <laughs> just chomping at the bits. Ooh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one because this would to me be a perfect seven it's game a perfect uh-huh. seven but i game. also completely agree why we don't use seven yeah yeah because it's a cop-out decide if you really like it or not yeah is it great or is it good or is it okay yeah like but pick one i feel like it's good so i'm gonna give it a six i give it six official oklahoma state vegetables watermelons <laughs> out of, out 10. of 10 mm-hmm. oh man i don't know i want to give it i want to give it a seven so much i know because i can't i don't know if i want to give it i can't give it an eight i i agree i think that it is a perfect six yes yes make me feel better about my it val- would, validate my answer Dave. Yeah, it is a slightly <laughs> above average uh quick filler game yeah i enjoyed it it was a yeah. lot of fun i Art- gladly played again if someone else pulled it out and i think the only reason i i would gladly play it though is because it's so short yeah like if it was somehow a longer game or a, no i would lose it it is fun for the amount of time that i played it not a lot <laughs> i'm gonna give it an eight i think Ooh, okay yeah because i actually did really enjoy it i don't have i don't play a lot of games like this it's pretty unique mm-hmm. it's a really unique game we don't play a lot of games like we don't this. do a lot of tableau building we don't do a lot of it so that it's pretty unique it is very fast and very easy to play and I like it because of its flexibility of who I can get to play. So mm. I can get, uh, if I'm at mm-hmm. my wife's family's house, I can get them to play it. Like, so yeah, it's a great it's, intro so it's, game. Yeah, really flexible. And every time I play, I played it a ton of times and I really enjoyed it every time. It's funny because it's one of those games where my wife will be like, oh, do you want to play Point Salad? I'm like, uh, okay. And then I'm playing. I'm like, oh, my God, this game's so fun. I'm, I'm like having, having such a good, good time. time. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. Maybe it's the name. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I actually really enjoyed this more than I thought I would because I was kind of concerned about the purchase for a while mm. as it sat on my shelf and I never played it. So I was <laughs> as, judging as, it by a cover. As the dust pile. <laughs> yeah, I was like, built. I don't know if I should have bought that. But yeah. I'm actually really glad. I am worried about the cards, though, like wearing out over time. Yeah. But. Who knows? Uh, before we move to the next segment, yeah, huh? uh, let's do favorite salads. There is a, a Southwest sort of salad that Panera used to do. I remember it with and chicken on it. It had chicken and yeah. ranch and barbecue mm-hmm. sauce and tortilla Whoa. chips and corn and beans. And it was... Dave likes tacos. Yeah. <laughs> it was a t- sort of a taco salad. I like tacos. But on top of that, it always came with one of those like wonderful pieces of Panera bread. Mm. Like oh, the yeah. warm, perfect loaf of bread you should eat with salad to make salad more healthy. Bread dog. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. What I do uh, is core it out, and I stuff the salad in it, (laughs) and now I have a sandwich. Anyway, I really like that salad. I don't know if I'd call it my favorite of all time, but it's the first one that popped into my head. Yeah, that's a good enough reason to vote. I do uh, a Caesar salad if I have to. I love a Caesar salad. Just probably my most eaten salad, actually. For sure. Like if I'm at a restaurant 
I'm like, and a salad is an option. I'm not going to get it as my meal, but if it, <laughs> it comes as an option, I will definitely eat it. Like I'm mm-hmm. always fine with eating a Caesar salad. Oh man, yeah. chicken Caesar salad. Chicken wrap. Caesar salad. Oh, I don't care about That's my go-to wrap, wrap but, actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with taco salad. Okay. Easy peasy. Mm. Yeah. Didn't even have to think about it. I was like, I've but been like, on a, I've been on a real taco salad kick lately. Oh really? Yeah. Like I haven't been eating like any crunchy bits, but like I've just been, uh, basically what I've been doing it's is not a taco salad though. Making yeah. a salad and then just pouring a jar of salsa on it. I think oh, is okay. what I'm going That's there. And sour cream and ground beef no i don't do any of that it's really <laughs> so sad. maybe i just like salsa yeah I do like salsa, salsa salad a salsa salad do you yeah. ever eat it on your eggs wait do you eat eggs yeah you do. oh yeah i love eggs, eggs. yeah uh, salsa on your salsa eggs, eggs? Real yeah it's good, good too i like, like that the hotter it is the better yeah is. the eggs or the salsa spice both. Love. Uh, yes both. <laughs> i don't like i don't like hot eggs like if i make scrambled eggs i'll let them cool down not so cold but just warm. We guys know my weird thing about eggs, where I just overcook them. Yeah, we know. You order your eggs like scrambled hard. Yeah, very yeah. hard. Well, I don't want runny eggs either. Yeah, no, no I like them disgusting. Super dry. It's disgusting. Like I'm dry and kind of charred. That's Speaking like of mine. bad eggs, let's talk about killing Hitler. Oh, hey, Hitler. Hitler is one bad egg. Did so, you see that? I, I worked out a segue hey, from way that to, ridiculous <laughs> conversation. Way to go, Dave. Um, I'm proud woo. of that. Get so, us back on them train tracks. <laughs> so uh, before we start this, we should. This is another game. We should say disclaimer. That, yeah, disclaimer. This mm-hmm. game was sent to us by Starling Games for free for to review. Yeah. So that's we, what we, we did. Get, we did not get paid for it. We didn't get but paid, but we for got once. The, we didn't pay for. We it. didn't pay for the game. <laughs> they, they sent us the game for free, which was uh, totally awesome, and I recommend everybody do that. Yeah. <laughs> send yeah. us more games. It's think, something that the that game and this podcast don't have in common. The yeah. game is free it's, to us. It's free to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this um, Black Orchestra uh, from Star. Game. So thank you guys for that. Recently it, kickstarted, awesome. right? Pretty recently. So the second edition came through. They uh, mm-hmm. reprinted it. Not second edition, but they had a reprint. It was very popular, reprinted, mm-hmm. and somehow we got one. Cool. So who knows? Uh, <laughs> not me, that's for sure. Not me. I was just like, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. So uh, the game of Black Horse, it's a co-op game. and this Which, is- once again... Boy, Lo- is that our genre. Love co-ops. Yep. So uh, this is sent in World War II Germany. And all the characters... A uh, cool thing about this. So the, the point of the game is you're trying to conspire to kill Hitler. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. I'm on board for that theme. I mm-hmm. love that theme. Like, I hate Hitler. And he's dead, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Yeah. I can't do anything about it now. Yeah. <laughs> but who, who, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but true. in this game, for pretend. Yeah. I was yeah. born in 1980, so I missed this by 40 years. <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> so close. So um, in this game, the, a cool thing about about it is um, it came with a, a ton of characters and they sent us two character expansion packs with the game so it has all these characters but all the characters were real life people in Germany Historical that were figures, trying to yeah. kill Hitler weird quick side note mm-hmm. all of the character sheets are not the same size and I find that really yeah, strange so we didn't realize mm-hmm. this until the last time I pulled them all out and I was kind of like where you hit some paper on the table to make them level Square, yeah. and mm-hmm. then I like looked at it and I was like what in the world and I thought oh no I, I'm having a stroke <laughs> but then, which is believable yeah i was like yeah. well it's got to happen sometime yeah so but then i looked at it so what i what i think happened is the uh, character packs they sent us just happened to be different sizes it didn't literally didn't change no, anything it has zero effect on but that. it was odd <laughs> it was odd enough for us to notice where i was like whoa well, that's weird the characters are super cool though i love reading the backstory of every real life person that you play. that that's my for favorite sure. yeah, yeah that's my favorite thing uh is so you'll everybody you'll have their name you'll have what um 
branch. Yeah, if they were like service, they were service, or if they were civilians, civilians, yeah, politicians. Yeah, and it says exactly what they did uh, during World War. Yeah, like for realsies, which is crazy. Uh, Both of my characters that I've played died. During yeah, World War yeah. II, they were they <laughs> were too. caught and executed for trying to assassinate Hitler. Hitler. Yeah. It, what are you gonna do? You know, Dan, Dan, you put it like the best when you said you kind of compared it a little bit to like regular board games where you like quote unquote assume the role of heroes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like these people were actually actual heroes. heroes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, like, they were act- actually putting everything on the line well, to try to do the right thing. And that's what's crazy. Like the the guy, the last guy I went. I wish I I would have wrote down his name or whatever, but he was a part of the military and he got wind of the death camps mm-hmm. and so he started documenting everything mm-hmm. and then he turned it over <laughs> to like the americans like mm-hmm. hey check out all this stuff and then he had a plot to kill hitler and he got captured and was executed and weirdly mm-hmm. enough because of course yeah, we random was, draw characters yeah um the in that game dan is talking about uh, i ended up playing his right hand man right which is crazy who also got wind of this through dan and both of us were like oh this isn't right let's not only document all mm-hmm. this, but also try to kill Hitler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also got found out as killed Ex- the same, same day. day. Next <laughs> yeah, next executed the same day. Yeah. Which is which is just crazy. And there's like a twelve characters ish, something like mm-hmm. that. And they, they all have a little photo on there. And they all have like a little specific uh power that you yeah. can use to. Oh, like yeah, absolutely. It is a gameplay mechanic as well as very, very interesting theme. Right. The map itself, it, I actually like the map. This is kind of a game where the map's a little drab colored, mm-hmm. but um, I get why they do it. It it's looks like, like watching old World War II footage. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like sepia drenched kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So there's a zoomed in, part of the map is a zoomed in Berlin mm-hmm. because there's a bunch of spots in Berlin you can go. And the rest of them is essentially where the, the conflict took place in, in Europe and Zurich. Uh, yep. All mm-hmm. over the place. And what's cool is on the, I, I thought this was so interesting. I didn't really look at it until we played the last time. At the bottom of the board, there's all kinds of rules and things like that. But also it's like this um, shadow of like a war torn street yeah. and it's like planes mm-hmm. flying over. It's just such, it's such a cool looking board. And I actually really liked it. And it made me really think of it after playing like less more, less like good looking games. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, look at this game's like kind of boring looking, but I, they did such a good job. I definitely agree with you. Like it doesn't initially grab the attention, but like the more time you kind of spend with it, the more the aesthetic like really fits the tone of the game that they were designing. Yeah. Right. It's, it's the perfect amount of drab in that it fits exactly the game. Yeah. Right. So, so the way this game works, obviously you're trying to kill Hitler. So you have a little meeple, just a generic little meeple that goes on the board. You have a couple wooden cubes that keep track of your suspicion. Mm-hmm. and a track of your motivation. Because so, you have to be motivated enough to put your life right. on the line to kill Hitler. So you, mm-hmm. yeah, you start off wanting to kill Hitler, but, but like, you're timid eh, about it. yeah, like, I want to do it, but like, it's much like I want to eat just vegetables, mm. but I'm not <laughs> motivated to do so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. So like, I know I want to do it, but I'm not going to yet. But also I know what bacon tastes once, like. Yeah, once my mm. heart stops a couple times, then I make the change. <laughs> yeah. I'll be more motivated. I'll get a new one. Yeah. <laughs> you, in this game you have you have three actions mm-hmm. so your actions can be to move to another place mm-hmm. each uh, location has a little uh, square icon on it and you flip it over and it will have something to help you with a plot items so, yeah, yeah. yeah you put out yes. you randomly right. uh, put, put items, items. Over on so the it's board. like uh, guns signatures explosives poisons intel, intel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah stuff like Badges. that and so for once you can move you can flip one over 
You could um, take and one. then you could take one, mm-hmm. and or you could take a plot card, and it could be a plot, or it could be something to to help you throughout yeah. the game. All of the cards that you draw on are your good. turn on purpose are good. are good. Yes, and so um, you could do that, or. You could take these dice. <laughs> and, so there's this giant pool of dice, yeah. and you, for each action, uh, you can take one dice. But you can only do this once on your turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you do it at the beginning of your turn, you could roll up to three dice because you have three actions. Mm-hmm. You roll these dice, but it could go south or it could be helpful. Yeah. It could be so, totally awesome or it could be real bad. Completely awful. Yeah. So, <laughs> on the, so on these dice, there's a one, a two, and a three. The numbers. The numbers. And then there's a essentially uh, a target. Yeah, there, and there's yep. two targets on each dice. Right. And then there is if the quintessential like Iron German Eagle. Iron yeah. Eagle. Which is not good. So if not you good for us, great so for if Hitler. you roll, you roll these dice. Let's say it's my turn, and I take three dice and I roll them. You basically go off of what that. So the numbers are what actions you get. So if I get three threes, I now have nine actions, mm-hmm. which is a crazy amount of actions. Mm-hmm. If I roll the targets, that helps me either raise someone's motivation mm-hmm. if I get three of them, or I can lower Hitler's military strength, which is also good because that's going to help you assassinate Hitler later in the game. You yeah. need that to be lower. And that when you raise the motivation. Uh, raising the motivation helps us as players both have a larger card count mm-hmm. in our in our hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helps us to get access to our special power, and then you have to be a certain high level of motivation to even attempt a plot. And that is how you win the game. There is one way to win this yeah. game, and it is do a plot that succeeds in killing Hitler. That's it. And there's, there's a, a bunch ton, of ways to lose the game. There's yeah. a ton of plot cards, and all you have to do, you spend this entire game just trying to trying get to, one of you yeah. to be able to succeed at one plot. Yep. And on, on top of the board, there's, I forget what they're called now, but they're cards, they go one to seven on top of the board. And oh, like, yeah, those are the event cards. The event yeah. cards. Mm-hmm. And each stack has like six to eight cards in it. Mm-hmm. So after every single player's turn, you flip that card over and you do what the card says, and it's not good. Yeah. And these yeah. cards are actually pretty cool because they have they look like a newspaper mm-hmm. it, it'll mm-hmm. have like tanks rolling in or stuff like that and it'll say like in um really like fancy font and in german words or whatever then you do what the card says and then you get screwed by it what's also cool about the cards is every one of them is a is unique and then mm-hmm. on top of that they're all based on real things that happen mm-hmm. so yeah, like actual history yeah like events. hitler hens to nuremberg yeah. for whatever he was doing there right. at the time mm-hmm. so you're trying to art or something you're trying to balance your motivation with your suspicion you don't want your suspicion too high because when you go to to assassinate hitler you're rolling these dice to get successes the higher your suspicion is the um, less eagles you need to fail Mm -hmm. so if you are like Mm -hmm. super suspicious and you roll one eagle you fail and just like that failing a plot from rolling too many eagles is really 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 bad it's it's really failing a plot because you didn't get enough successes is just ah you failed oh well you use some resources like it still is not good but yeah um at least you weren't caught and thrown in prison (laughs) yeah you didn't get to prison so i went to prison almost immediately in this game which is pretty Mm -hmm. funny which is funny so i i my suspicion got really high and then there was a gestapo raid and they arrested me if your suspicion is at the highest level and you flip an event card that's a gestapo Raid. This is the only card that you see a bunch of different times. Mm-hmm. And that basically always hurts the players. And if anyone's at extreme suspicion, they get rounded right up to and prison. thrown in the clink. So if right you're to in the Gestapo HQ. Yeah. So if you're in prison on your turn, 
you draw these interrogation cards and you don't share them with the rest of the players and there's like three options on them and none of them are great. So you can kind of throw some of your co-conspirators under the bus to get yourself free. Mm -hmm. You can um, give up some of your intel that you have saved or picked up from the board to go free or you can roll a dice and try to resist. And I went back to jail when I resisted and (laughs) lost a card. So it wasn't, didn't benefit me. You didn't resist well. I wasn't, they did the, they brought out a feather. I was barefoot. <laughs> no, like, please stop. Yeah. You will tell us everything. <laughs> like, tickle, tickle, tickle. Like, oh no, please stop. <laughs> so it's also real hard to play this game and not break into a real terrible German accent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I can't help it. And I mean, we're going to do it. So <laughs> just deal it's with just it. It is what it is. But it, it's just really interesting. It's really a complex game. There's a lot going mm-hmm. on. You know, there's a whole lot that happens in the game, but mm-hmm. the actual action pool is pretty small. It's pretty, yeah. yeah. It's not a lot there's not a lot you can do but you're trying to manage it and also on the board there's hitler and a bunch of his generals that move around lieutenants yeah Mm -hmm. so when they go on you don't want to be on a spot if you start your turn on a spot with one of them each of the little tokens say exactly what happens to you and it's never a good thing yeah you lose your power if you start on the space with hitler you get like you're less motivated yeah yeah or yeah you You get less motivated motivated. which getting more motivation is actually sort of tough kind of hard yeah Um, Yeah, so losing motivation hurts and that's the kind of decision you have to make while playing the game so everybody's trying to collect um some items and collect plots on how to kill hitler and as you're doing that you're kind of talking with everyone like who has Mm -hmm. the best shot of actually doing this and once you kind of make that decision the whole game kind of changes into everybody just trying to help this one person yep. to kill Hitler yeah, instead like, of everyone doing their own thing. Exactly. I feel like you spend a lot of the first part of the game kind of in the wild. Yeah. Like just trying to be like, oh man, okay. Let's so all I've got get a, a little plot. motivated. Let's see what yeah, happens. Yeah, because you've got to find a path. Like you mm-hmm. have to find a path. So you're going to have to get your own plot. You're going to have to try to work towards that. And then eventually someone's going to be like, oh, I have it. Like I could kill Hitler. Or can, I'm close. Or I'm or, close. Yeah. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, okay, like yeah. abandon my plot. Let's do his. I'm going to run over here and get rid of an item that I was going to use for my plot and lower Dan's suspicion because exactly. he's going to go for the murder. And, mm-hmm. you know, Mark's over there like, oh, I could play this card and I could up Dan's motivation. Yeah. So he's going to do better at it. Yeah. So it, I really like that turn. That yeah. turn makes me real happy. And it doesn't ever, or at least to me, it didn't feel like I was giving anything up at all. No, no, like no. I felt like I was still just as much a part of a group. My mm-hmm. role shifted. That's it. Now I'm support. <clears throat> yeah. Right. And that's what and it's so, such, it's, it's cool because that's such a seamless decision to make. It too. is. Yeah. It's the second Dan's like, oh, I have it. Like, I just need weapons and I need, you know, well, the, all these, like, civilian help. And I was yeah. like, I will give you my weapons if well, you get a shot. Yeah. At it's crazy because yeah. the last game we played, so we were going, and then Mark's like, oh, I think I can kill Hitler. So we kind of focused on him mm-hmm. and then it just fell through. Like, it, yeah. didn't, it didn't end up happening. Couldn't so get like, the motivation. Yeah. Right. We couldn't get the motivation. So we're like, okay, no big deal. Like, we'll just keep going on. And then eventually, I just happened to get a plot. Mine was a sniper. So yeah. I happened to get a plot and I already had a gun and like a uh, intel or something like that. And then I realized, like, oh my gosh, I think I could do it. Mm-hmm. And so the problem is like getting Hitler on my space. And there's cards to like mitigate Hitler's moving. And it's just like mm-hmm. such a good co op game. It, it really, you, this is not the kind of game where you can um, do anything on your own. Like, you need everybody's help. You definitely need the cooperation. For sure. Because, I mean, like, if any of those pieces had, like, fallen through... Like, there's no way we could have gotten Hitler. No. And it, and it's it's funny because even, like, 
the odds are stacked in your favor, right? Like you stack all the odds, you do the best, and then it comes down to a dice roll. Oh, yeah. And like it could still fail right there. It could blow up right in your face. So it's always like nerve wracking. And it's crazy because so I had a dice pool. I could roll eight dice. But, and that was a mixture of stuff that Dan got, cards that Mark right. used, lowering mm-hmm. his thing for me. Like everyone contributed yeah. to that dice and pool. And so I'm trying. So we needed like four successes or something like uh, that. I think we needed five. Five successes. Five successes. But the problem, like, okay, I can roll these eight dice and maybe get five successes, but that also increases my chance of getting eagles which is like a bad thing so it's kind of even in the end you don't have to use all eight dice so i'm just like oh my gosh i don't know what to do it's a stressful decision absolutely and we ended up uh winning we ended up killing hitler that that Mm -hmm. time which was great Mm -hmm. and fun and it was just like came down to that last last dice roll and it's really it feels awesome and it always comes down to a last yeah absolutely because there's one way to kill hitler accomplish one of those plots i feel like the time that you were given in the game like you have time for one good shot at a plot for sure yeah you could probably take a couple shots but but you're only gonna get like one good one well and each shot also exhausts a lot of actions in the end because Mm -hmm. uh, you have to uh, spend any of the items that you've picked up and all that so like at the end of the day it really is a huge loss to fail at a plot whether you got caught doing the plot or not just the failure hurts and you're limited on items like there's only so many items on the board Mm -hmm. so i don't think there's a way that you could fail two plots and still win because Uh, you're going to use so many items maybe but not probably and people are it's crazy because like a way to get your suspicion lower is certain places you could take one item and lower your suspicion Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. item leaves the game so you're just like ah like i need when we decided dan was doing the plot i was full up on items and the way my character worked i usually had way more actions than anyone else mm-hmm. and so i was like all right i like i'm just gonna give up the ability to do my plot and i'm gonna run over and lower dan's suspicion mm-hmm. but i'm permanently getting all these items out of yeah. the game yeah. to do it so yeah yeah it was awesome and that was the other thing too like so much of the game is historically tied to like actual events mm-hmm. movement around the board is restricted by at what point in the game you are mm-hmm. so like yeah the first round you can only move to like certain areas in Europe. Like, right. And it's basically and, and, Germany. And Berlin. And Berlin. Yeah. yeah, and in Berlin. But as the game progresses, like you are able to move further. Mm-hmm. And then as the war, you know, dragged on and like Germany started losing ground, like that movement starts to shrink again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like everything that was like on the further streets of the board, like near Russia, like suddenly all of that is unavailable. Right. Like the and, sixth and seventh round. And it, and it's crazy because as the game goes on and the, the board gets bigger, of course Hitler's moving around more. But that hinders you a lot because mm-hmm. you're limited on your movement. So it's like, like, oh, no, now he's like way over in Russia and like, like I'm in Germany. I like, finally worked out this plot. And yeah. He's 12 movements. Away. Right. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just that's it's such a it's a good puzzle. It's like a really mm-hmm. well made mm-hmm. puzzle. So let's score it. Right. Let's score it. All yeah. right. Uh, oh, one more thing we should say. There is a reference card to this. Yeah. <laughs> Black it, yeah. Orchestra has it's, a reference card. It's mm-hmm. huge, though. It's only one reference card for the whole team, but it's huge and it has everything on it. Like turn yeah. order. Everything you need to know is pretty much on this reference it's got a front and back we but it's nice because we sort of used it as the uh, action token like yeah. we just pass mm-hmm. the reference yeah card oh it's your turn yeah. here's a reference card read that while you go but <laughs> honestly we almost never did because it, no. most of the actions once you take them a couple of times like it's pretty and, and there's yeah, not there's not a ton of iconography in the game mm-hmm. um everything's more written word than anything else yeah mm-hmm. it, it is very self-explanatory for yeah. the most part so let's score how many uh, dead hitlers would you give <laughs> black orchestra <laughs> out of 10 not using seven uh dave why don't you uh i i give this game a solid nine (laughs) nine no sincerely i thought that and we play a lot of co-ops yeah and i think as a co-op it hits so many boxes for me the only way i really would ding it is um i could see and it never happened in our plays 
but I could see you reaching a point where you could have a quarterback. But sure. outside of that, I do think it would be tougher to happen in this game, but we also just don't play games like that. Right. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really affect our yeah, lives. Our, our, our group is pretty collaborative. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I think if you have like a, a group of good friends, like yeah. a lot of that quarterbacking is kind of like gone by sure. the way. Yeah, or it's, or you hope it's so. kaput, so to speak. I uh, love the theme. I thought the art was good for what it was. I could have gone for a little more color, but I also think that yeah. there's a reason there wasn't specifically in this game. Yeah. So I can't really knock it that much for that. I'll give it an eight. I actually really like this game. When I when we first got it, I was just like, okay, like I like history, but I'm like not over the moon about playing a history game. Yeah. And then we started playing. I'm like, okay, this is good. And then the more we got into it and the strategy came into it, it's not like the theme goes away, but it's just like so much strategy and you know mm-hmm. what you're trying to do. And, and it just works so well together. The components are really good. Um, the last time my wife played with us and I just thought, I just knew she was going to hate it. Like I just <laughs> knew she was, but she had yeah. a good time. She yeah. actually enjoyed it. And it's Which that, is weird. This it, is not her style. I know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was worried about. I was like, uh, she was up for playing it. She said, and I was so worried she was going to hate it. But she like she said she had fun. And mm-hmm. it's that puzzle element. It's mm-hmm. And it's working together. If it was a single-player game, like a, a competitive game, I know she would have hated it. Oh, but yeah. it's yeah. like working together. It, it made it perfect. Made it eight worth. <laughs> <laughs> and but, for me, the only reason it bumped up to a nine was the turn. It's so flawless. He does that turn from we're all doing our own thing to yeah. we're all helping whoever. Absolutely. And it's yeah. still just as much fun, if not even more, yeah. to now switch from puzzle-solving for me to puzzle-solving for, for you. us yeah. yeah exactly yep so i give it an eight marco what about you i'm gonna give it a nine okay. nine i really enjoyed how historically tied it was I, that's yeah that's like a good every point. event card has like a little blurb on the top mm-hmm. where it's like oh this is the night of the long knives this mm-hmm. is the this is when you know the jews started to lose all their civil rights mm-hmm. um yeah this even is the, the one card i really liked it said the day that all the yellow stars had to be worn yeah. by jews and, yeah. yeah and and what's interesting sorry to cut you off mark but mm-hmm. that, that's an interesting card because i never really thought about it but it's like okay the jews now have to wear the yellow star mm-hmm. everybody's motivation goes up yeah so like yeah so like you see that and you're just like and you it's hard to think back of that because of course i didn't live through it and it's like such an atrocity but like it being part of the german army and like disagreeing with that mm-hmm. and then that moment just like no i have to stop this it's yeah. like such yeah. a good like moment like yeah. no you've gone too far yeah this is the line this for is me crazy yeah. i now have enough motivation to start actively planning to kill you yes right. yes uh there's that even that turn where hess leaves germany like one yeah. of his lieutenants yeah. like goes to try to broker peace with england mm-hmm. and he just like leaves germany yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he leaves yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Move him off the board. Yeah, like, he's, oh he is now out of the game, and it's like I forgot that that historically happened. Yeah, like, and I was like, oh my god, that's uh, so amazing. And like the art direction for the game again, really understated, but it totally makes sense for the vibe for that the, they were yeah. going through. It, it, you know what it reminds me of? Uh, this war of mine. Oh, yeah. Where it's like a yeah. really dark game, but it's like a war torn country, and you're just trying mm-hmm. to survive. And it's just that game is a kick right in the crotch. All oh, this war of mine. Like, have yeah. We, have we reviewed that game? I don't, I don't know think if that we, we have. have. I'm gonna that, add it to the list for us to have to play. Yeah, because I like that game. That, that game is very good, and it man, that is yeah, get you but in it's the feel. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, I want to replay that game. Before even I review it. even this game, like I read, I was reading through some of the characters because, like, I'm. I was so taken aback by mm. like the the people that came together to try to do something like this. Yeah, there's even like a teenage girl yeah. who's involved in this who is like just spreading like underground newspapers. Well, it's, oh yeah, and like, it's crazy to think you think of World War II and you think of all, like all the heroes, but you're thinking of like allies. So you're thinking uh, Americans, British, mm-hmm. French, mm-hmm. like all the all the allies that fought against them. But like you don't you like you said you rarely think about the Germans mm-hmm. that were against it and trying to fight. And these guys are all getting executed yeah. over it. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's crazy. Yeah. 
I mean, even like I think my character, the last game was a politician who like resisted it basically from the start. And it's such an interesting like testament to humanity where like he was doing all the right stuff. And then at the very end, when he was like taken into custody, he ended up giving up a lot of his co-conspirators. Like, just kind of he yeah. just kind of coughed it up under interrogation. And it's such a human touch to that story where it's like. Oh my god, like you don't know what you would do. You right. like to think oh, yeah, you yeah. wouldn't give it up. But, but at yeah. the same time, I have zero point of reference yeah, for what yeah, they yeah. were doing to that guy. Yeah. And I I don't think I've ever had like a board game make me think about a person like that. Right. Yeah. Besides the swarm minded. Yeah, the swarm minded. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it it's just it's such a well made game. I, I definitely I mean, obviously we all recommend it. You should definitely check it out. I think you can get it on Amazon for like 30, 40 bucks. Yeah, so Black it's not, Orchestra isn't that expensive. It's not expensive. The, the components aren't like over the world where it would make it really expensive. Mm-hmm. But it's like I would definitely play it, especially if you like co-op games and history. This game is is very, very well made. It's got a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. in there for mm-hmm. everybody. Yep. All right. We, uh, we did it. We did it. it. Hey. Episode number 18. That again. Uh, sorry. Black Orchestra from Starling Games. So if you guys wouldn't mind, mm-hmm. just go to like iTunes or Spotify or whatever and just give us five stars. Just yeah. throw out five stars. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. We're going to get better at putting out shows on certain days. I think that's what we're going to try to do. And mm-hmm. that'll help. But right now we're not doing that. So if you subscribe, <laughs> it'll just download as soon as it happens. So maybe if you that, subscribe. Maybe that'll be our New Year's resolution. Oh, yeah, our New Year's resolution. Get, resolution. get like good days for us. I was thinking about the other day. Like, like every nice, other week. Like a yeah. nice release schedule. Would be yeah, like the good. first and 15th. Just like payday. <laughs> So, yeah, nice. Except for us, it's heyday yeah. in that we pay. And that I pay, <laughs> and then that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just go subscribe, check us out. Go to our Instagram, Random Draw, a board game podcast. Uh, check out our Facebook page. Yep, search for us at Random Draw Pod. And also Twitter. Yeah, at Random Draw Pod. And oh, if throughout right. the week you're checking out the Instagram page, when you go to yeah. listen to whenever we put out an mm-hmm. episode, it'll make a lot more sense because you've already seen all the things that we're talking about. Yeah. So then you'll listen and be like, oh, that makes way more sense mm-hmm. compared to that that terrible explanation <laughs> exactly. in audio Those form. Three dummies. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, like you can see what we're going to review ahead of time because oh, yeah. we'll put pictures up. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll see a lot of viticulture though because we just happened to play that a lot. It's so good. It's so good. Stop uh, making it such a good game. I know. It's not my <laughs> fault. So, so yeah, definitely do all those things. If you have any questions or comments, please uh, send us uh, an email at mm-hmm. randomdrawpodcast uh, randomdrawpodcast at gmail.com and um, if you have a game that you'd really, really love for us to review, let us know what it is there yeah. is a decent chance one of us owns it and we yeah. just haven't yeah. gotten there yet right, we've here, taken we've taken requests in the past yeah. i was gonna say yeah. here's an inside uh hint on my life i'll buy it like i don't <laughs> care i buy a lot of board games like i don't mm-hmm. care that's what i spend my money on so yeah if you that's a good point dave good job yeah well done, uh dave. yeah if you'd like I've done one good thing this <laughs> if you want us to to review something just let us know mm-hmm. uh, it's not we're not going to review cards against humanity or something like that but like no, if it's a, a board game like let us know yeah. i will also not review the clean version apples to apples also <laughs> if uh, you happen to recognize us from one of the three instagram photos we're in oh that's a good point oh, just, yes. just like uh yeah we're gonna be at pax yep pax unplugged so the three of us will be at pax unplugged we've been there since the very first year mm-hmm. oh, yeah we three years ago og bad boys of pax uh, 2019 baby. yep I'm we so live we live relatively close to philadelphia so we drive up every year to pax so mm-hmm. uh if you look at our instagram You'll see pictures. There's pictures of each one of us on there. It is not clear, and it's mm-hmm. a, a deep dive. But uh, <laughs> if luck. you go on there, you'll find us, and we'll be walking around packs. Feel free to stop. If you somehow recognize us oh my God, through if... some act of God, <laughs> say hi. Just, just say hi. and say be like, hi. You get to see me be visibly uncomfortable. In oh, front I of guarantee stranger. I'll say, no, nah, that's not me. 
<laughs> nah, dog, it's not me. Here's nah. my advice if you happen to recognize Mark. If you give him any item, like just hold it out to him, <laughs> he's going to take it, and then you immediately need to ask him for a donation. Yeah. yeah. He's going to give you gonna one. He's going to pay it. Bad track he's record gonna as far as this goes. Uh, if you yeah. try to do that with Dave, he'll hand it directly back to you and go, I don't want that. I don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> I will shove it back in your palm and walk past you. Oh, man. So, I can't wait for Pax. Yeah, it's going to be great. More uh, monk beads for Mark. Oh, I hope they're there. They're always there. They're going to be I'm, there. I'm going to have a fiver for him. Oh, man. Five bucks. Listen, I, those, those, those beads lasted. No, 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 no. Those beads lasted for a while, though. Five bucks worth? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> exactly $5 worth of beads. I think I, well, it was, it was, it was $2 worth. last year. Or, yeah. Well, but yeah. inflation. Well, you got to mark for yeah. inflation. Well, yeah. Now that I know I want them. <laughs> <laughs> and now for something completely different. I like Captain Crunch, though. Uh, it I cuts saw, through your mouth. I saw it a does. funny I meme. let it get nice and soggy first. Oh, dear. I saw a meme one time that was like, uh, it was a picture of uh, Rocky at the end of Rocky, mm -hmm. where he's like sitting in the uh, ringside, and it said, uh, my my mouth, the top of my mouth, and I'm about to have a third bowl of Captain Crunch. <laughs> it was that's pretty a, good. That's a fact. I like Captain Crunch, but I don't buy it that often because of that, because it shreds your mouth. I'm what? not a huge cereal person. Oh, oh I, I love am. cereal. I love cereal. Yeah, I, I can't be trusted can't, to make yeah, responsible decisions Exactly. I can't have it in the house. See, and I love milk, and not cereal, which makes it interesting to me because you guys don't really do milk. Yeah. Dan doesn't. I buy milk for cereal. <laughs> Specifically for cereal. Yeah, I'll have like almond milk with cereal. I see. I, I mean, I can. It. If there's no milk or maybe I had milk a while ago and it's still in the fridge. <laughs> and then I investigate it and go, oh, wait. And you get a little sniff. Yeah. And at that point, you're already excited for cereal. And it's yeah. Just then too I'm late. like, I'll drink this almond milk with it. Then I yeah. don't care. No, I, it's weird. I actually had milk in the house the other day because I was like, oh, I made beer and cheddar soup with it and then i i had it with like raisin bran and yeah. i was like oh it's so too weird uh, yeah i don't know you i don't know almond milk has to be mixed with something and sometimes if it's mixed with the right cereal it's fine but yeah. let's do around robin not okay. including dave because dave hates cereal i don't hate it i just don't eat it what's your favorite type of cereal dave <laughs> yeah uh, and why is it grape nuts <laughs> <laughs> so funny story do you remember it was an old cereal in the grape nuts family oh my god and there were like these squares with a hole in the middle of them a square with a hole and in the middle they only lasted i would say a couple of years oh, yeah so the only I could time, get that. The only way I ever saw them was when I lived in Okinawa, and they sold them as are already the worst. <laughs> I'm not sure they actually sold outside of the commissary in Okinawa, Japan, because <laughs> I've never seen them in America. I don't. Care I just for picture that. like it's like some Japanese type of cereal. That's it was got in like English. A, oh, is it English? Yeah. Oh man, I'd uh, love I, it if it I'll was like this up. If it was like the um, like the Japanese Homer Simpson uh, <laughs> mascot trying to sell Great. you cereal. I I don't remember what they were called. I mean, it was probably 10, 11 years old the last time I had them. Oh man, I love all of the cereal that's gonna kill me one day. Oh yeah, that's the only cereal I'm yeah. interested in eating. The one I buy the most is raisin brand because you know uh, is it because of the raisins it's because of the brand eat raisins <laughs> no i just like the brand no thank do you, you pour extra raisins into it because i would i get the extra raisin type you i like the the raisin brand with the nut the, like oh yeah the raisin raisin brand crunch that's, that's not my go-to but if i were to i can't find it even online dave <laughs> <laughs> um, what did my mom buy me my my favorite cereal is cinnamon life Mm. Oh, that's that's good. not a bad like choice. Actually. I mean, it's yeah of the cereal. It's not. Yeah. It's still packed with sugar, but it is mm -hmm. delicious. I figure if I'm gonna eat like a crummy cereal, it's gonna be the worst kind. If I'm gonna, it's gonna be Reese's Puffs. If I am like deeply depressed. 
<laughs> and I find myself in the store uh-huh. in the cereal aisle. I'll go like like cinnamon toast crunch or something like so that. So like once oh, a week you buy cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I don't go that's why I don't go to the store depressed. Right. If I'm feeling blue, I stay home. You I, stay home. I would go with what are they called? The cocoa pebbles? Cocoa yeah. pebbles. I also oh, yeah. like fruity pebbles a lot. I prefer the cocoa over the fruit. I, agree I with like them both very oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I like them both very much. I had a bad experience with fruity pebbles that I'm gonna okay. have to delete from the podcast oh is it a poop thing i my poop was purple i ate a whole oh, box of fruity pebbles weird. and my poop was purple. fruity poopy yeah fruity poopy <laughs> i keep that that's I, I like uh fruity pebbles i've never had a discolored bell from fruity pebbles <laughs> well huh. it didn't help that i ate an entire box in i mean that's how i eat cereal I, if, it is, if it is in the, <laughs> a yeah. box of fruity pebbles is yeah. a serving well if you look at like the serving on uh, it's like a half it's, a cup or a quarter it's, cup yeah, or no, it's like yeah. three quarters of a cup yeah please it's like five spoonfuls yeah please Bowl's empty. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to eat all of it. No, I'm going to take this mixing bowl and I'm going to fill it <laughs> yeah, with cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to keep pouring in cereal until the milk is gone. And oh, then I man. will, if I have cereal left, I will add more milk. <laughs> the one, the one Both of mil- these things are going to be gone if today. I have milk left, I'm going to add more cereal. Yeah. So the one I really miss is mini wheats. Like frosted oh, yeah. mini wheats. I was never a fan. I, I love them, and they're coated in gelatin, so I, I don't eat them because oh, of the vegetarian. Because of the vegetarianism, wouldn't eat them anyway. I I'm like, fine I with them. eating animals. Blueberry, blueberry mini wheats. Blueberry. Yeah. I was gonna say blueberry mini wheats are, yeah. are delicious. They are amazing. Blueberry, and they make like a brown sugar one too. That's really good. Kashi makes like one that no, isn't coated with everything gelatin, you just said, is <laughs> but it's just like eating bran. Amber and, gets these like Kashi like snack bars. Like, oh, they're that's delicious. Gotta, that's got to be a woman thing because Jackie. He does yeah. the same thing. They're, so does candy. They're terrible. Yeah. And they're I'm, awful. And they're like crunchy. Yeah, I don't ways. like them at all. Yeah. I, I always know when Jackie's picked out the cereal because it's like Kashi and it's like no. a granola. And I was like, oh man, I can't. So my thing is, if I'm trying to be more healthy, I'm not replacing things I love to eat with like a healthier version of it. I'm just not eating that. Yeah. Like, I or just eating love, less of it. No. Yeah. I, if I am trying to be healthy, I cut it out altogether. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, again, I the way my I can't brain be trusted. Works, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't be trusted with it. Here's the deal. If if I have a box of something in the house, I'm going to eat a box of something. Yeah. I like, can so easily justify eating a whole box of something mm-hmm, if yeah. it's in the house. If I have to leave the house to buy it, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, but if it's I, in the house, I could be like, well, I'll go to the gym an extra time, which is totally irrelevant <laughs> to eating a whole box of cereal. Right. Like yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. equate, yeah, but yeah. no, like an extra hour at the gym does not take <laughs> care of the box of cheeses I ate for dinner. <laughs> does not take care of the 4,000 calories worth of cereal I just ate. <laughs> Unrelated to that. Do you find that you look forward to any day that you know you don't have to leave the house and you're just like excited about not leaving your home at all that day? Yeah, I, I don't. Oh, man. I, I look I like, so forward to I like to being it. at home. But also I like so we own a home now and it, we are always doing something to mm-hmm. it. So I also like if I have a whole day where I don't have to do anything, I look actually look forward to doing like a home project like ah, like oh i'm gonna do like i installed a toilet today and i was like kind of excited about it until about halfway through <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh i'm so tired of doing this i was like can't leave it like this no though. like no. a hole right where my toilet used to be you're locked in now yeah, yeah. it looks so clean though i like the pictures of a toilet and yeah. i wish you had sent those pictures without the context of what you did today. F- funny story <laughs> funny story i sent a picture to amber and i said hey look i cleaned the toilet today and she goes wow it looks really good and then i I'm laughing because it's a brand new <laughs> toilet. So she thinks I just clean the toilet, but 
to this moment, she doesn't get off until 10. She's going to go home and there's going to be a brand new toilet. And yeah, I don't know be, if you're going to notice. She's like, going to be excited. No, I think she'll no, notice. It's bigger. The new it's not bigger. bigger. It's it's oval. It's, yeah. it's the, sa- it's it's the, the same shape. Yeah. It's the same butt size, mm-hmm. but it is. But it's o- more room it's, in the front. Yeah. It's oval yeah. shape. Yeah. And yeah. also this toilet, I, I don't didn't realize it when I bought it, but when you shut the toilet seat, you can just let it go and it slowly oh, goes oh. down. I bought one of those toilet seats. Yeah. It's fine. I like it because I don't accidentally slam the toilet at like two in the morning when you get up to pee. Yeah, so when my daughter uses the bathroom, a lot of times she spikes the toilet seat. (laughs) (laughs) Just Gronk spikes it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You always hear when she like, if she's closing the lid of it, it's just like a huge smash. Okay, well, great. Uh, Good good job. Good for her. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't bother me. Oh, man. So I'm glad you remembered the shims. That was important. I I didn't have to. Mine was level. Oh, get out of here. Oh, yeah. I had to get shims. Like I said, the first time I ever installed the toilet, I didn't put the shims in. Yeah. And it was just like riding one of those mechanical bulls anytime anytime you needed to go. I've never tried to use the bathroom on a mechanical (laughs) bull. Whoa. It's like a sprinkler. (laughs) I I watched a YouTube video on how to replace a toilet, and the guy made it look so easy and it was it was uh-huh. very it's a very easy process but you know when you watch youtube videos and they make something look so easy oh, then you're yeah. like hmm yeah is no, it really that no, no, easy no. Mm-hmm. and this was this was very easy although the worst part was so when i took my old toilet out i didn't um detach the tank from the base because i didn't want water to get everywhere so i'm just trying to carry this whole thing down my stairs <laughs> without myself also falling down the stairs Wait, but oh was God. the back still full of water while you were no no the you empty it but oh, yeah. there's still a little bit in the base yeah like you could put a get a sponge and sponge it out, but I wasn't willing to do that, so I just carried it. <laughs> and it only sloshed on the ground and like when I first picked it up. And then I was like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to get on the stairs without just leaking toilet water throughout my house. <laughs> but it, it worked out fine. That's awesome. Yeah, it was I recently had the same experience when I had to replace a headlight in my Kia. Mm. And I didn't know this about Kias, but unless you luck out and you have tiny little baby hands, yeah. <laughs> you have to remove the entire headlight compartment oh, off of the car. Yeah. So like I had like part of my fender was like hanging ajar. Like I had the whole piece ripped out. Yeah, par- and then halfway through, you're like, I'm done with this. Yeah. I yeah. Do I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I can drive it like this. It's fine. <laughs> one of Candy's car has uh, running lights on it and one of them is out. And apparently the only way to replace it is to take the entire bumper off. And oh, I was just no, like, sorry. hey, guess what light is? never gonna yeah. get fixed sorry they oh, offered yeah. to do it last time we got an oil change for like 70 dollars. they were like yeah the bulb is like 12 dollars, but we have to take the whole bumper off and put it back on i was like it's crazy cool it's a running light it cool. doesn't need yeah. to be on when no, we trade you. this in at some point yeah, yeah. It seems like they someone else's problem it. yeah <laughs> i'm not i don't care about that oh that's man. crazy i don't believe in back windshield wipers either i mean my car doesn't have one amber's does and mine I does so rarely use it uh, my old car had one and i never once replaced the blade and i never once turned it on it probably seems, it, was, seems it was probably like stuck to your Probably. back windshield <laughs> the only i think the only time i've ever used ambers was like if it snowed or something like mm. wipe snow off because i'm not gonna yeah. do it with my hands <laughs> <laughs> you're not a, you're you're not an crazy. Animal. <laughs> 2019 yeah there should be a robot doing this yeah what the heck some sort of cleaning bot going down the neighborhood at two in the morning when it's i am snowing. the windshield bot <laughs> <laughs> what what is my purpose you clean windshields oh my oh, god, god. <laughs> i gotta tell you though that bot in delaware is gonna be real bored most yeah. of the year. yeah yeah. Just roaming around. It's like the three snowplow trucks we have here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's snowing. Catch them. It's, catch, yeah. catch them as they come down. It's going to accidentally become sentient. It's going to be so bored. It's like... It's going to spend all of its time creating a way to control weather patterns to make it snow. Yeah. Oh, man. We're going to become the snowiest state. Yeah. Yeah. I have made art. Yeah. <laughs>
Game over, man. Game over!